Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. On this episode we have longtime friend of the show, very first time being interviewed, Marie Konya. Now, Marie Kepenstink. You know when your friend gets married and they go from just a normal last name to another last name? It's not bad. It's not worse by any stretch of the imagination. It's just much more difficult. Marie, I didn't tell you this on the show because I didn't want to hurt your feelings, but whoa. So much more difficult these days. I, oh man. I think one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast so much is because I love gathering and telling stories. I love getting an opportunity to hear another, I guess just another side to a conversation post post the conversation. <laughs> Where am, how am I, what am I trying to get to here? I love doing this because I love seeing it through another person's eyes, whether it's a common history or a shared story. As we get into this episode, I kind of start chiseling it away and what this show's going to actually be about. Isn't that crazy? And, I mean, if we have three rules, we should at least run through three questions with the guest. Should it be the same three questions for every guest? Because then you have, like, a bar in which to compare them all. If you're listening to more than one episode at a time. If this is the only episode you're going to listen to because you're here because of your friend, well, welcome. This is going to be an hour and 40 plus minutes of just two good friends going at it talking about what brought them to this point in their lives, uh, where their uh, parallels lie, and what's happening now that we've gone perpendicular. Ooh. That sounded way better than I meant it to sound. If you're new to the show, that's what it's all about. Every episode has a different guest. I talk about them as much as I can. (laughs) And uh, then, you know, sometimes we have to take a shot. Sometimes we run into some conversations that are a little too spicy, so we have to uh, safe word, Dean's French training dip. And, uh, of course, the guest always has to share. For those long-time listeners, and you've heard these rules a ton, a ton of times. But for newbies, that's it. That's what we're doing here. That's the frame. And maybe I'm going to find some questions in that frame. All right. Well, I'm about to be interrupted by an incredible dinner prepared by my uh, incomparable partner, and uh, I'm going to let you get to this interview because it's pretty spicy. It's a good hit the theme. Moved out of Michigan, got a job in the city of sin, white collar boy with the beard of joy, hits record and lets you in. Gotta take a drink if you get interrupted Don't forget that onion dip Retreat the show so his feet can stay off the ground Sit back and relax Take the conversation to the max Josh is new then Noodle 
Dealing with Josh. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Can I hear that real quick? Okay, but Marie, what is your well? What's your go-to liquor? What do you have in that cup? Because we're going to get interrupted often if your dog has anything to say I about this. I just got some white claw. Is what I got. <laughs> this is this is just uh, what is it? It's it's like iced tea. That's A it. giant tumbler of iced tea vodka. I assume. We'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just we'll just leave it at that. It's just a Long Island iced tea. Brian Brian always does uh, Arnold Palmer and vodka is his go-to. Oh, your husband's on the right track there. Because there's like, honestly, an Arnold Palmer is the perfect drink. If it's done correctly. It has mm-hmm. such a wide, wide I, gambit of being wrong. I know. And his favorite is the wrongest of all of them, in my opinion. Tell me. Too much I see. He he only wants he only wants the Arizona brand Arnold Palmer. Like the light one. Yes. Ooh. It's so gross. I get why he puts booze in it because at that point you're just tasting aspartame and sugar. You do not know how much of that shit we go through in our house. Like, I feel like I personally fund one person's salary every year at, <laughs> at so, so arizona <laughs> yeah i you know what that's a good point probably the last two years of my time in college i i constantly had a gallon of that green tea yeah. just yeah was stocked in my fridge mm-hmm. like I, I would just pick one up on my way home without thinking about it knowing that i was about to be out of the other one yeah so just constantly had those like plastic bins everywhere <laughs> Yeah, that is literally what my house was like. And then I got so irritated at Ryan that um, my mom took me to Sam's Club with her one day and I I found out that they have like the powdered version of it. And I was like, I'm going to trick him and refill the plastic jug because I cannot stand how many of them we were throwing out. Like, did it work? Did it work? Um, He could tell, but then, then... I added some fresh lemon and then he was fine with it. So well, I, hey, you heard it here yeah. first. Skip the reusable or one use plastic. Excuse me. Skip yeah. the one use plastics. Buy the refillables. Yep. <laughs> Just as good with a little bit of a little bit more zest, a little bit more lemon. Yeah. In it. Yeah. I mean, so. I genuinely can't thank you enough for coming on the show. I feel like it's been the entirety of our friendship coming. That we would sit down and record one of our conversations. Yeah, for real. But I feel like at different parts in our friendship, the topics that we would have talked about would have gone from extremely explicit to extremely like ADHD all over the place. Like we yeah. have. I think they still will. I know? think they still will. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We have the uh, mature rating. So if you're under 18 oh, okay. listening to this, it's yeah. your fault. And well, it's your parents' fault you're growing up like this. Not yeah. ours. Because we have a rating that says M. Right? That's how that works? 
I guess. <laughs> I, I guess I haven't paid close enough attention to any podcasts I listen to to like their ratings that they well, have. And think of it like, you know, you listen to a podcast and you like you would, I guess you, I guess the only time the rating comes up is when you first start listening. Because then yeah. after you listen to a podcast for a while, you decide if you like it or not, or if it's, you know, explicit or too explicit for you. Right. Versus like a TV show or like a movie where you have like rated R like at the top. So you know what you're that's getting true. into. So that's a good point. Each interview is wildly different. Do you um, ask people like their favorite podcasts when you're on here? I, I it genuinely, genuinely depends on the person because I've had mm. a lot of guests who have never listened to a podcast oh. before. And they're like, what are we doing here? I'm just like, you're just talking. <laughs> And I'm going to put it on the audio and yeah. it's going to end up in the Library of Congress and uh, archaeologists 5,000 years from now are going to find our conversation and it'll influence what they thought of early humans in the 20th, yeah. 21st century. Yeah. That's it. That's all. That's <laughs> no pressure. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, uh, but that's, that's how I approach it. Cause it's an interview about you. And if you're someone who's like, heavy in the podcast like some of my previous guests actually recently um one of my friends and, and neighbor margo she's episode mm-hmm. number two wants to start her own podcast so we talked a lot about that and she told some good matthew mcconaughey stories i heard the preview for hers wonderful so, didn't Check listen out the to the full it. episode yet but a pitch for other episodes within this episode yeah how kind of you how kind of you <laughs> Yeah. But you know what? I was thinking as I was going through this, the power of three, uh, the comedy rule of three. I have three rules to the podcast. So I think I should develop three questions that I ask every podcast guest. So at least people can compare them to each other. Right? Yeah. Makes sense. I think that's good. Okay. All right. For now, let's have one of those questions be what do you listen to? What do I listen to? Because I'll, in your case, meet in his podcast because you brought that up. But for those who don't listen to podcasts, at least I can get to music, what they're listening to. But for you specifically, Marie, what are you listening to podcast-wise? Podcast-wise? Give me a second. Yeah. So, okay. What do you use, by the way? Do you use Spotify or do you use... Spotify. Yeah, same. Spotify. I All of my audio stuff, I completely abandoned the podcast app. It's helpful for Apple, but Spotify does it well enough. Yeah. Um, So, Pod Beats World hands Pop. down what's that uh boy meets world you've got sean topanga eric go through every single episode and they're telling you like what was going on behind the scenes and just like very interesting thing this week was lance bass and oh Topanga's, my god i guess danielle fisher was mm-hmm. talking about um her relationship with lance bass and like <laughs> how they dated for a year they and did yeah and and when they broke up danielle's mom was like do you think he might be gay and like (laughs) such a a early 2000s like teen gay culture thing because danielle took it as like like her mom trying to be mean to her like make her feel better oh like like she made him gay yeah oh my god (laughs) not not she no not she made him gay not that but like like she she thought that her mom was trying to just make topanga 
Danielle. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would call her no, Topanga. they're they're the same in our heads. You, yeah. you can call her so Topanga. <laughs> trying trying to make her feel better about like them breaking up and her being like, well, if he doesn't like you, he must not like any women type of a thing. But and she it's took like, it as an offense. Oh my God. She, she was just very upset. She was like, mom, no, of course not. Which is exactly how I would have reacted in that time period, even though it probably would have been true. Um, when so- <laughs> That's amazing. When I lived in Las Vegas, he lived in the building that I was in yeah. for a year. I don't know if he's still there or not. I'm not going to say which. But um, she, I'd see him in the ele- like, I'd get in the elevator, and <laughs> I would always be, I was one of the top floors, so I'd always just go to the back, so I was like out of people's way. But there's this one time that I just walked into the elevator, and he's standing there, and I'd like, you know, like, <laughs> it's kind of, uh, I don't know, polite. You walk in an elevator, and then you turn around, and everyone looks at the door. Mm-hmm. That that's what. I don't know, society tells us to do? Why, why, yeah. why do we all do that? Yeah, I don't know. The one time that I had the thought of why do we all do this was when I went in the elevator and I hit the button, of course, because I lived there so many times that like I locked eyes with him. And I didn't turn around. I just slapped my button without turning around. And was like, can I ask you some questions? <laughs> and he like had recognized me and I had the key and everything to get up. So he was like kind of trapped in this room with me and I didn't realize it till like later. And I was like, Probably a cooler way that I could have done that. <laughs> but uh the building would host like parties for all of the uh all the residents who were living there. So I got to see him a couple times, like at you know, getting yeah. and stuff. And it's always such like a there's a normal guy, and then you have this moment where like, oh no, that's Lance Bass. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't, I'm not gonna say he doesn't look famous, but he is very good at being a normal dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So anyways, that's been a podcast <laughs> I've been super into lately. Okay. All right. I like that. Lance, pop meets Lance world. is not pod meets world. Pod meets world. Uh, that was yes, pop for some pod. reason. P-O-D. Like, oh. um, next one is Hit Parade. Hit Parade. Do you, yeah. hey, really quick, before you, before you talk about Hit Parade, do you watch any of those, like, office lady sorry do you listen to any of those other you know like because i was not i know exactly what you're talking about i was not an office fan i really did not watch tv what about scrubs i didn't watch that no okay those are the other that's the other podcast big off of it yeah straight up did not watch very much tv in my teen years because my parents were mean and would not get cable so (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. So, teen years, we were, were relatively the same age. I'm not going to blow up your spot if you don't need to. If you don't, <laughs> everyone has different opinions on that. So, that let's uh, 90s to early thousands. Mm-hmm. Without cable, what what did you have access to? So, so Board Means World would have been. Yeah, like TGIF. Yeah. So, I had like ABC, NBC, yep, Fox, yep. like. Okay. basic channels right yeah. um so i was a big fan of of tgif growing up and then as i got a little bit older once gossip girl came out loved that because yeah. i was really into like the trashy teen books as a as a young sheltered teenager and uh god what else did you have I watched a lot of that 70s show that's what i remember watching a lot of <laughs> 
I've like while I work, so I'll put on an old TV show that I don't necessarily need to watch, but you can tune in and out of. And I've yeah. watched Cheers that way. I've watched Frasier, you know, all of it that yeah. way, Friends, etc. And I started with that 70s show and it was a little too funny for me to have as a background show because I would find myself like just stopping whenever I was doing just yeah. an episode and I'd be like, shit, all right, I got to put on another shitty show that I don't like as much. So I switched to Baywatch, which totally honest worked, it worked like a charm. <laughs> it's background That's noise good. that you can just zone out and see running hotties, uh, yeah. just jogging, um, jogging dudes. I specifically remember Baywatch and then <laughs> Xena and then Hercules were on on Sundays on Channel 20 was the channel. That's <laughs> channel <laughs> horny. That's all it was for that hour <laughs> and a half window. It was just like, three shows where people were just nonstop I beating like it. Ten, I was like 10 years old and I was like, I'll watch this. This is you great. Know? More. Oh, everyone's so muscular and wet. <laughs> I think we, oh, well, I didn't realize we had that in common, too. I see more, yeah, more, so more lines are clicking. I'm, I feel like it's it's all starting to make sense now, right? I had the grandpa who had, like, you go into the bathroom and the wallpaper was out of the center folds. Mm-hmm. There was a giant black bear that he had shot in skin that was on one of his walls in the office. Nice. Yeah, he had a sauna that he built with his own two hands. So, like, oh. I had, yeah, I was growing up around that that time, and I was just like, no, it's not for me. Uh, I would I would love to pay somebody to do that for me because that seems more fun. Yeah. So I would sit on the couch and I'd watch TV shows and read books while you know my dad, my brother, and my grandpa were out building shit with their hands. <laughs> so I know that Sunday block of uh, I also feel like I I remembered specific times like I seven thirty Nickelodeon Rugrats, eight thirty Cartoon Network Rock of Power, like I remember those as like times when I sat down in front of the TV. And had blocked off times. Did you have anything besides your Sunday block? Um, it it was honestly it was the TJF block. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what time did that start? Like six like or seven? Six I don't know. Friday, yeah. So it was like me and my mom would watch it, and my dad and brother would go out, and I don't even know what they were doing. They were probably going to see like monster truck shows or something. You know <laughs> the. It's crazy that no one was ever going to have to wait for a television show like that. In the in, I mean, of course, streaming services have like they'll do one episode a week if it's a new thing, but yeah. like, binging didn't exist the same way it does if you didn't own the DVD box set. Right. So I wonder if we're gonna have the same level of quote unquote classics that we did because we went from having in your case without cable four channels and they each had their thing to now every streaming service has its own thing and everything comes out at midnight the night of and so there's no like like if you were to name a streaming service classic just off the top of your head what would because i would immediately say stranger things Okay, yeah, like, okay. So for, that's gonna be a classic. If I say Netflix, that's the first streaming thing right now. Yeah. Actually, actually, that's a that's a fun game. What's the first thing that thing comes to your mind when you think of Netflix? So Stranger Things? For me, yeah, it's Stranger yeah. Things. What, what was the other for me, it'd be Black Mirror followed by Stranger Things, because I think Black Mirror is Netflix's best uh, thing. Black Mirror is too close to reality for me, and I get, I get I love very it. freaked out by I, it. Like, if, it's, if it's scary realistic, I cannot do it. 
but Stranger Things, like, give that to me all day. It's so sad. I think Black Mirror should be required viewing. <laughs> at You know what I mean? Like, not because it's the best thing ever filmed, but because it's that close. Like, you, what, what we're going to see in five years is based on the science fiction that's written today. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Gene Roddenberry created this little flip machine that they could transport talk from a planet up to, you know, the USS Enterprise. And then 10 years later, there's a flip phone. So it's like you could go from science fiction to reality. So I'm just like, no, 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 no. Watch the science fiction so you know what's coming. So you can either stop it or get yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. What about Hulu? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? What's your go-to on Hulu? Um, it. Oh, God. So I love Shrill. Yeah. Yes. AD Bryant is great. She yes. was probably one of probably one it for sure top 15 favorite top 20 snl people such range but like if you ask me is that a classic i don't know i think it i think it kept it captures exactly where we're at but not in a way that like is gonna be relevant in 10 years yeah well do you think friends is still relevant or do you think friends is one of those shows that kids watch because their parents watched it could be one that kids watch because their parents watch but at the same time like i never watched mash or anything like yeah valid. i know my parents watch that but that's a good point but mash didn't and someone tweet us if, or correct me if i'm wrong i don't think mash had the pop culture impact of friends a show that could convince scores of women to cut their hair you know what I mean? Like, I, so I think maybe MASH, I get what, it, I mean, it was the only thing on at the time because there's only so many channels, but Friends might have hit the vein a little closer to home. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like everyone talks about me, like, at least from what I've heard. When they go to like, an but, old show, that's what exactly, they reference. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point, though. Hulu might um, not have uh plus, Like, what would you, what would you say? Right now, it's not a series. It's the show, or excuse me, it's the movie Prey. It is the prequel to the Predator movies. I know that already turns off so many people who are hearing those words come out of my mouth. But it is such an incredible movie from... It features a lot of First Nation people. It features a lot of like what feels like historically accurate costuming. Like, it looks great. And it's... At the end of the day, a badass chick fighting an alien. But, like, it's done in such a way that, like, this is an instant classic film. Like, this right. is that people are still going to be watching in 50 years. And it when it debuted on Hulu, I think it's the most watched thing, or the most watched premiere that they've ever had. Um, so if you haven't seen it, it's worth a watch. Even if you've never seen any of the other Predator movies, it doesn't matter. It's a prequel. Right now, Ryan and I don't have Hulu. I had him get rid of it. Yeah. That's the easy one to drop, though. That, yeah. I feel like Hulu is an easy one to drop. Yeah. Netflix, I, I need a little bit more often. Oh, Netflix. no, no, no. Great British Bake Off. That's my Netflix answer. Okay. But th- see, that's a PBS show. Yeah, I know. But then it ended up like on Netflix. BBC, right? It's BBC, yeah. then PBS, and then Netflix. But now they're making Netflix specific content. Yeah, that's true. Um, the other thing I was going to say, the other TV show on 
Hulu. Hulu which, yeah. Why can I not remember the name of it right now? Describe the it. Give me a. All of the women are wearing the red dresses with the bonnets. And midsole. Yes, that yes. would be the other thing I would That's say. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. What about what about Apple Plus? Do you have Apple Plus? I don't have that, so I couldn't even tell you. Easy answer is Ted Lasso. It's the best show that's ever been on there, and it it. Do you remember how good of a feel good show Scrubs was? Sometimes, sometimes really the, pressing. The, sometimes the so nice. I, the times when I saw Scrubs, yes, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It has the lighthearted but sincerity of the best of Scrubs, but like at every single minute of Ted Lasso. Yeah. There, there's no dips. At all points, you're just like, okay, I'm in. Tell me more. Right. And right. it's 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 worth stealing from somewhere if you need to. Teehee, don't tell anyone I said that. <laughs> Shit, it's a podcast. We're recording. Uh-oh. No, I'm kidding. Ted Lasso's worth watching. Severance is good if you like thrillers because... Well, I take that back. It's good now because they left yeah. that awesome cl- cliffhanger and we'll see what they do with it in season two because it could get really bad really quick. Yeah. You know, like Game of Thrones was the best thing until that last season that everyone was just like, I hate this. You know what? I rewatched it and I hated it less the yeah. second time. Yeah, yeah. I rewatched you- it. Is it because you're like forgiving them because back then you were on the edge of your seat to watch every episode when it I- came out? Yeah, I think that that's part of it. Like, I was, I was, I think that we all had such high expectations. And, you know, once you cut us all off at our knees, you got to deal with what you got. So I was like, all right, like expectations are low. We're watching it through this point of view. And it it was much more enjoyable the second time around. At least the, the latter half. I absolutely understand. I feel like, and and I have to ask, do you think that the hate of Game of Thrones is warranted? Or was it just everyone said it sucked, so it was just easier to be like, yeah, I didn't like it either. Because I feel like that happened, as I look back on like writing my favorite movies and shows and everything like that, there's a couple of those where I've been like, I genuinely love the Wachowski sisters' Speed Racer. But when it came out, everyone said it sucked. It wasn't bad. Like, it was so bad. It wasn't what they wanted. So I like wrote it off. But I'm just like, oh, that's the only reason I didn't like this movie was because yeah. no one else did. So I just convinced myself. And I watched it again. I was like, that was fucking beautiful. Like, yeah. it's incredible. Now it's on my top 10. Like, do you think the, do you think the audience nailed it home as bad? Or was it as bad as the pop culture moment made it seem to be? what the real issue is is that we all had it we all had what we thought the ending should be in our heads right yeah and i get that and when it goes so far from it and the way that they did it i think that that's really where the issue was you know kind of like how everyone was pissed off at the end of lost like yeah totally i I mean there are even i feel like Harry Potter there were even moments when I found out that her name was Hermione my mm-hmm. my day was ruined because I was saying that wrong for seven books in my head oh man <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how I used to say it but no no what's terrible is that my uh I have like a great grandma whose name was Hermione and my mom <laughs> is like if you have a daughter you should name her that and I'm like mom I'm not 
I can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm not naming my kid where people think I named him after Harry Potter character. <laughs> right. Like, if you say, this is my son named Benito, I'd be like, Mussolini. He's <laughs> like, <Yeah>. no, <laughs> Weaver. Like, yeah. it, come on. And someone's already used that name enough. Right. That's funny. So, okay. I I love this question. I love the line of, like, what are you watching and going from streaming service to streaming service. I think because... Yeah, I can, maybe even I could pare that down for future, depending on how people's answer. Okay, so what we're still thinking of are, what are the three questions? And maybe that's what this episode's about, is we can test things out. Is it interesting enough for us to talk about? So what are the top three questions? I think this first one's good. What are you listening to? Yeah, I mean, we can we can talk about 10,000 things, but I do need to talk right? about Hit Parade. Hit Parade. No, no, I'm so, we came so far off that wreck. Sorry, yeah. Back to the Hit, podcast, Hit Parade. Hit, Hit Parade is my number one favorite podcast and I discovered it pretty late in the game like three years after it premiered can I um, yeah, I've never heard of it so it is a music music history okay podcast about the pop charts oh you know like, what Lizzie might have been telling me about this one and I find that I don't fascinating. okay all right cool, cool cool I've been listening to less because I've been driving less but now yeah. I've been like making time because I'll like go work out and I'm yeah. just like, no, 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 no music. I'm just listening to the same thing over and over again. So I've been listening to pods. So this is helpful. All right. So music history, like in the sense where they pick a time frame or they pick like an artist and go all the way down. It can be anything. So oh, wow. like, my favorite episode of his mm-hmm. was he has what's called the, um, the ACDC effect, okay. which is like, ACDC's very very first album really wasn't much but then their second one yeah it it never actually reached like it never really reached very high on the music charts um yet it has all of the major hits yeah um back in black and yeah I mean so next the next album they put out it immediately went to number one but it doesn't have as high of hits and so it was just like or as um it it had high hits obviously on the the way that the pop charts are but they didn't have the longevity that the ones before did so a very fascinating like they talked about it with like how Adele's albums kind of were like that and um you know, compared it to music of today. So like they've done that. They did, um, what other one? I love the one that was about like the, um, like the B-52s. That one was an interesting Oh, I love the episode. B-52s. They're yeah. one of my absolute favorite bands that no one slash everyone has heard of. Yeah, I love, I love them. I'm so and glad you do. Do you have a, really it? quick, do you have a, do you have a favorite B-52s? Because if not, I'm just going to play mine. Play yours. Well, the 30 seconds. <laughs> I already know which one it is. Rome, baby. Mm-hmm. Off of their album, Cosmic Thing. I had oh, that album. Same. Okay, That's hold on. Great. I was obsessed with it.
dusted trails going hip the hip. I can only listen to 30 seconds, then we have to sing the rest of it. Rocking through the wilderness. <laughs> All right. So, anyway. um, <laughs> but Slate, so it's a Slate podcast, and Slate podcasts I've discovered are just done like really, really well. And uh, so that's the one that then introduced me to Decoder Ring, which is just like mm-hmm. about little pop culture things yeah um and the history behind them so like the most recent one i was listening to was about uh malls like shopping malls oh shit is is this also another slate yeah it's another slate podcast really okay maybe i'm sleeping uh, on slate podcasts i did not know that detroit was really the origin of the first like suburban malls yeah so yes i I did not realize that when we have they were some of it. we have some of the most classically replicated malls yeah. of all time in our backyard in Metro yeah. Detroit. And what's crazy is there's a subreddit that I belong to that's just called Abandoned Malls, and uh-huh. every single one of them looks like Laurel Park in one way or the other, or every single one like they're, they're so you can see the bones are they're all. Yeah. Related. And it's just like, I, the only reason I knew that is because when I was at Western, I took an art and architecture class and they talked about like the shift from this, like, basically it was the Frank Lord Wright style to really the Model T of, you know, assembly line buildings and the mall was one of the first. Anyways, yeah, the Ring will be more interesting about it episode, but so those those would be my top three podcasts, though, right now. I love so. that. So we have Pod Meets World, Hit Parade, and Decoder Ring. Yes. And I just need to do some digging into Slate podcasts. Yeah. I haven't oh, done too much digging past those ones. but Because yeah. um, I think that after that, they start getting a little more in-depth, like, in- intellectually. And I like a podcast just as background noise while I'm cooking. I was but, so I was going to ask, what do you like? When do you listen to podcasts the most? Usually, it's when I'm when I'm cleaning or cooking. So you have to like be attentive enough to hear what they're saying, but you can also do something. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, I love that. I also think that, I mean, good on Slate for getting into audio because it's. I know that there's been like the pandemic setback of people drive less. So they've been listening to less. Right. That's a temporary thing. And people are, like you said, are always going to need that background entertainment and podcasts fit that void so well. Yes. All right. Love that. And I love how this all follows into like, what do you listen to? Yeah. So this is one that I noodled on while we were, while we were kind of chatting because something else popped up that you know Marie, we've gone uh, about a half an hour in this interview and i don't think people know how we know each other oh so i think a fun question is how do you know me because then what i'll do is i get the fun experience of listening to our connection from your point of view and i'll fill in any blanks <laughs> from mine <laughs> because I, I feel like i mean this will give everyone a basis of how uh, do you know me? Is so that what, we wanna... met on, I think, OK Cupid. 
yeah, yes. what I think we met. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or plenty of no, it was it wasn't it wasn't plenty of fish. I, I had bad experience. I did not like plenty of fish. It was oh, yeah. super weird people. Um so obviously pre the days of uh app based dating pre swiping, pre swiping like but late enough to where online dating wasn't so taboo, right? Correct. Yeah. It was it was just at that edge where you could casually say to somebody, Oh, I met him on an app. Or yeah. I met you know what I mean? Online, because yeah. Before that, it was a little dirty. Yeah, At least that was. was like the immediate connotation to it. Right. But I, I think okay, keep it was fine. It it asked way too many questions. Like the profile was huge and yeah. so annoying and so unnecessary looking back. Yeah. It just needs to be a good messaging service that gives people the ability to dip if they need to. Right. Like I feel like that's all a dating app needs to be. Yeah. So um, that's how we met. But like, I don't remember our actual meeting the first time. I mean, we were in Michigan. I know I found that one picture of us at my holiday party at the hotel. Oh my God, that's so, right. Oh, so funny. yeah. So because you were day, you were, no, no, you were working in Metro Detroit area and hospitality. So yeah. your hotel chain was having like a holiday party. Was yes. it like, wasn't it like in March too? Which is yeah. after the always, holiday season. So, <laughs> hotels always do our holiday parties anywhere from january to march because that's our slowest time yeah of course right? makes sense yeah totally so um so yeah that's what it was <laughs> i honestly i honestly think that when we started talking okay keep it i might still have been in las vegas or really? like moving in the process of moving back yeah to, to michigan because i feel like that's how I use those apps the most was like, I used them to meet a lot of people and then have friends. And then if any of them were cool enough, I get to go on dates with them. And then we went on some very, I mean, that was a very fun date to your company party (laughs) where I believe I got swag that I still have somewhere. I just remember like my uh, director of sales giving us ridiculous amounts of drink tickets when everyone else only got two. So I thought we were cool enough for him. Yeah. They they knew us well enough. I yeah. that's funny. That's yeah. So for I'm gonna chalk it up so we, we were just too similar. But I think for like every reason under the sun of just timing wise, we were dating other people or but we just kept talking because you were just a really cool person. Because yeah. that's that's how I from my side remember it up to then just being friends. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> There's that, there is that shift when you meet someone on a dating app and you're just like, oh shit, maybe we're not going to date, but they're a cool person. How do I tell them that? Right. Right. And I like, I've got to be honest, there aren't very many people that like fell into that category for me, but you no, were one. So. Same, same, same. There are people like, there are like, I'm, I can count on one hand people that I've met through an app that I'm still like great friends with. And, and Yeah. Because, uh, to be honest, that, that's all it needs to be. Like I said, a, a good messaging tool. Right. Because, like, within five minutes of chatting, we're just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're a cool person. Yeah. We have a lot in common. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So, that was mid, to that, like, 2015, maybe? Uh, I feel like by 2015, I was already back in Boston. So, 
I was at the I was at that property from 2011 to 2014. So maybe 2014. I had come back from a startup that I was working at in Las Vegas called Price Falls. And then I was back in Michigan for a while. And then I moved back to Las Vegas to work at Zappos. And I think that's when we met, when I was back in Michigan. Yeah. I was working at a, was I think I was working at a restaurant? As this is a man. I don't remember. Ari's. Okay. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Uh, That's funny. Okay. All right. So yeah, you you've been. I mean, from Michigan to all the way to the East Coast with Boston, Washington D.C. Yeah. Do you you spent a lot of time on the East Coast? Do you like it more than the West Coast, or is that just where your your job you taking you lately? I so first off, I've never really been to the West Coast. Really? I've, like the the I mean the furthest West, quote unquote, is Hawaii. But let's not count that. Yeah. Outside of that, it's um like the vegas area is the furthest west i've been i've never been to california um my best friend from high school actually just moved to portland this year yeah so i'm gonna try and head out there at some point yeah um but it's a matter of getting time because we're i'm i'm busy trying to convince ryan to build a house and things like that i want to come back to that because my big thing that I'm planning towards is, is a wedding that we're obviously going to get to yes. in a minute. I know you have tons of questions I can't for me wait there. For that. Okay, we're going to get to that. I promise. <laughs> but it was so just from a Michigander to another Michigander, the entirety of Portland feels like it up north 50 years from now. Okay. You know All what right. I mean? Like, like yeah. stuff. Oh, it's a city now. It's bigger. It's, yeah. it's still up north so you know take yeah take that with what you will that's all i'm gonna say about that because i have a lot of youtube friends i don't want to get mad but it's a very specific feeling it's a very specific like whereas la is detroit if it was on an ocean if if detroit were in the space of miami or even like the, any golf like New Orleans, it, it would yeah. have turned into LA in yeah. the sense of, you know, like Michigan, I'm not going to say it's not a great place to live, but it doesn't have the sunshine and the warm weather right. year round yet. In 10 years, it will. <laughs> but like, I feel like Michigan, or excuse me, Detroit specifically, if it was in like a warmer climate, would have been LA size. Right. You know what I mean? Like it has a super industrial side of it that yeah. just became successful entertainment. And then it just, that's what kept it going. Right, like right. if the car industry didn't bust in Michigan, it'd be LA too. Right, right. That's weird thing, but I can only say that to a Michigander because you'll know the feeling of like, you know how LA's in this, or Detroit's in this like growth moment. Yeah. If it just yeah, I know I know what you're saying. I actually I have some people coming from uh, Kansas City to basically study Detroit's growth. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Well, so, can you introduce coming, me? I want to have them on the show. It's it's like a bunch of politicians and see like oh 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 yeah it's, it's like coming to your uh, work. I thought you yeah. were working with like no. you were friends with one of them. No, or, coming uh, okay. to work. Uh, okay who 
can I ask who the most famous person that you've gotten to work with directly at your job is in hospitality? You don't even have to blow up what spot it was. You can just be like, oh, blood came through. Um, so for me personally, yeah, I'm, I'm like half ashamed, but not, <laughs> um, Hanson, love them. <laughs> and, and I got to, I got I'm to sorry. do it. I'm sorry. I, am a, I was only prepared for that answer because I know you're going to Florida to see them, but I feel like if you, anyone, if you would have been said Chumbawamba, I would, oh my God. <sighs> just if if it's been a minute for anybody yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and then it goes into a adult male singing the rest of it yeah so um, i'm kidding that's they, they are that's incredible but um so did not get to meet him, but one of the most famous people that got to indirectly work with okay. is um, Elton John. Oh my God. Okay. Wonderful. Yes. Um, and we made him real mad. We <laughs> served him a steak. We served him a steak with a plastic knife for some reason. And like, I, I, Why? I, 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 so it was, it was, let's say the tail end of COVID times in yeah. this that like hotels were doing everything disposable still but we were starting to try and transition back to like normal silverware and stuff but like when you see that name on the reservation (laughs) probably should give them a steak knife and not a paper plate but to be totally honest do I, I guess in your industry and in hospitality, yes. If I had seen that, I would not have expected it to be the Elton John. I would have just been like, oh, that's a Elton John. They just haven't had the same name and on to the next thing I was doing. Well, I mean, he didn't go by that name, obviously, on his reservation. Sure. Oh, see, um, there you go. But oh, my in, God, that's in hilarious. Work, in working with him, it's very apparent it was him because we had to <laughs> go out and buy 10 shoehorns for him. I, hey. I but various he had lots of friends that needed to also get their shoes on because them off because i'll tell you what i have i have ashtrays hidden around the house you will never see them unless you need one but they are in very hidden strategic places because i lose them regularly so yeah maybe he's one of those guys i that's hilarious and how how did he get mad did he like did you get a call it went through his manager. Sure. We got a phone call. And obviously, I was not directly aware of this happening until I got the phone call. And uh, I, like, I just, hey, I was like, can we get some real utensils? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they complained after the fact, though, too. They didn't, like, call down and ask for a knife. They just complained to us after they come on it. elton so, yeah. that you didn't even give them a chance to fix it they would right. have been up, they would have been up before that steak even got warm wow i'm yeah. just saying because he's inevitably going to listen to this because i'll yeah. tag him and then he'll hear it and then he'll put his boat he'll, his... exa- he'll know exactly yeah. what hotel it was and <laughs> yeah he'll be like i, rem- I still remember <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's Throughout my entire life, I've stated thousands and thousands of it. Yeah. 
But I will never forget the moment that I was supposed to eat a steak. Yeah. With a cardboard knife. <laughs> I'm assuming oh. uh, Elton John, when he gets angry, sounds American, like all foreign celebrities do. You know, For Liam sure. Neeson, the more angry he gets, the more American he sounds. <laughs> I assume I it's the same with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are probably the most famous people I personally have dealt with. Like, if I cared about sports, there would be a lot more people. Sure. But- the one the celebrity moment that i care about the most was the time that i got to hang out with billy zane on accident in which he was outside the gorman theater well let me set the scene a little bit uh we're at the chinese theater and they're in the process of setting up an event in the corner and at the chinese theater it's very famous on the floor they have all those cement blocks where you put your feet your hands and like do like the impressions and you write your name so we're looking at all of these and I'm in the, the top corner of it. And unbeknownst to me, they've like built a fence behind me. <laughs> so they're setting up this event because they're going to corral people. And I'm just now behind the scenes of these tents looking at the floor and I bump into this guy. I'm just like, oh, excuse me. And I look over and I was like, oh God, this is somebody famous. And the moment he started talking to me, I was just like, Billy Zane because he had a cowboy hat on he had pink glasses yeah but he was just impeccably tailored like shirt perfect pants that like oh hugged his buns like none other and he was just the nicest guy but we ended up basically talking for 20 minutes I told him about exploding kittens I gave him my card we took photos he took a picture of me with my card so he'd like I gotta remember the face to the card and like so like 30 minutes go by and they finally finish setting everything up and this announcer comes on to start talking about like okay the event you're all here for you know everybody get ready let's you know give some noise for billy's and he goes all right i gotta go and i was just like hi nice talking to you and he just leaves me walks out in front of the tent and there's as i walk back out now hundreds of people there like clapping and in line for him and this one woman who's basically watching us talk the whole time was just like i hope i get that much time with him and then, of course, she just walks up. He gets a signature photo. She walks away, and she's, like, puffing. And I was like, I'm still stuck back here. Like, what do I – Can should I hang out here and like, talk to How do I get out? But I was like, I don't – I'm just going to leave. I'm going to silently yeah. leave. I waved at him, and he went back, and I just – I peaced. But I was like, cool. It's my oh own my little gosh. L.A. moment. That was the first I week I lived here. Wow. Yeah. I was like, okay, good sign. Yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. Nicest guy. Nicest guy. Um, all right. We'll figure out what the third question is later, or maybe it'll come naturally. I'm jumping right ahead to weddings. Yeah. So, I want to hear all about your wedding plans. I get you're the absolute perfect person to talk to this about because I guess from my perspective, what do you mean? <laughs> like, well, like, when where what are you wearing yep how many people Mm -hmm. what are you eating so important questions i and can i tell you that i was gonna bug you about this shit even if we hadn't have brought a podcast episode because we started to think about location and and i'll I'll give you a rundown in a second but i was like i know the perfect person to talk to for like probably good deals good rates good connections for like printing and stuff i was like i know the perfect person for this so until now when we get to that but the plan right now that the lizzie and i are, are thinking is 
Las Vegas is midway point between, you know, where most of my friends are in Michigan and family and LA. And it's a four hour drive versus a four hour flight. So it's kind of dead center. Making it a destination means it's going to automatically be smaller. Right. Or at least we're going to keep it open to like be a party. But what we want to do is kind of mesh the honey, sorry, not the honeymoon, but the bachelor party and the event into like together into a week. Okay. So we'll get to Vegas on Monday with whatever friends want to bachelor bachelorette party with us, you know, separately. And Monday through Thursday will be the party. And then we'll have Friday to basically sober up. And then Saturday we will do the uh, ceremony because mm-hmm. then those people who can only come for that, they could fly on Friday or even Saturday morning. We'll do it like a Saturday night evening. We'll then go do photos right afterwards while we're still dressed. At what I'd love to be, I'd love to do the Neon Museum if, yeah. if possible. That's one of my absolute favorite places. It's really cool. It's super Vegasy. It has all of the old, like, retired, massive neon signs. And if you mm-hmm. do it at, you know, not during, like, when it's dark out, they'll turn them on. And it's beautiful. You have to rent it, of course. But I'm thinking it might be fun to just do one of those silly little chapels. Yeah. And fill it up with friends and family. And then be like, all right, we're going to go do photos. You go party and we'll see you in a minute. But, like, how silly are we talking? Are we talking, like, Elvis marrying you? Or, okay. like... <laughs> so, I've been a best man and, and witness at many an Elvis wedding. And they're fun, but they're, as silly as it sounds, much more like dot, 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 it out. Because we got to get to the next one. Yeah. Than most people realize. So, right. I I think what we want to do is actually do our own little ceremony where we have family or friend be the chaplain and people you know say some stuff and then we'll do vows and then you know so i think what we want to do is whatever the hotels that we stay at book it through there so kind of book a room stay and venue booking with them at the same time because i feel like that would be the way to just make it genuinely as simple as possible like if we were to go to bellagio book a week have saturday be the event in the evening and all of our stuff's already there Mm -hmm. what do you think of that how's that sound just logistically i I think logistically it's fine but it depends on how much you want to spend because i can tell you that the hotel is gonna cost you crazy amounts of money yeah and i only know this because my one of my cousins wanted to do a vegas wedding at like the bellagio for example and i just remember her being like it's so ridiculously expensive but i mean however i don't know would you actually want the reception at like let's just talk about the bellagio right now would you want the reception there too no 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 no. we have way other we have way cooler places to to and and to be honest what i'm hearing is stay at the bellagio go do a quick elvis wedding for fun and then spend money on the party instead that I mean, personally, that's what I, but it all depends on where you want to spend your money. My yeah. biggest piece of advice is pick your top three things that are most important to you. Yeah. And that's where you spend your money. Um, and then the rest kind of falls within wherever your budget allows. I think 
right now and maybe we do another follow-up episode where this is here <laughs> and we can throw stuff at you and your hubby like you guys yeah, should both no. be there because it's really fun to get both the responses even if it's a oh. one-word response from him <laughs> yeah he, he i don't he just showed up you know <laughs> <laughs> he, all right just trying, kidding he tried to convince me to have a camouflage lining in his suit and i said absolutely not so. <laughs> Not even inside where no one can nope. see it? No, because I feel like people could see it eventually. Well, yeah, when you take it off and you put it on your chair later. Yeah. But at that point, and it was it was like a it was a custom made suit. I did not want I did not want something <laughs> that expensive to be that stupid. Uh, <laughs> shots fired. Yeah. Hardcore across the bottom. Marie does not like <laughs> stupid gamma. Nope, I don't. That's it. We're going to leave it there. (laughs) As someone who lives in rural Michigan, you're in the wrong spot. I am. And I married a hunter, too. So You have to, this is, I mean, this might be one of those things that you just have to learn to love. In the sense that, you know, it's never, he's never going to not have camo stuff as a hunter. I realize so, that, like, but I don't want. I don't have want fun his with nice. It. I don't want his nice stuff to be camo too. But okay, what I did right. do no, no, that, for that him, I totally get. What I did do for him is I got him nice cufflinks. I mean, he's a really big like duck hunter and goose mm-hmm. hunter, so I got him duck cufflinks. I love for, that. Or you could even yeah. do like get him like a camo insole that he could put in his shoe. Yeah, that's true. Fun I would have. Al- I would have allowed that. But okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying it it I feel like my <laughs> Lizzie was like I absolutely love 70s retro like that yeah. ret shag and I'm just mm-hmm. like yes I'm into it I love you and she goes and wood paneling and I'm just like I love you enough to like wood paneling that's that's that that's an easy one for me So like do you Family? guys feel like wedding is going to be like 70s-ish So Good question. I Since you're talking about that, but it sounds more home decor related. No, 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 no. It's 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 all related. It's all related. We're thinking next year sometime, 2023. Um, because we're both, you know, doing job hunting stuff. I mean, me, me more so than sure. She just got a new spot and, and she's kicking ass there. But um, so I want to get that locked down. And honestly, we want to find a space that we can live in that has just more space for the two of us first right but after that the wedding's the second most important thing for us and to be honest uh her sister uh other people in our surrounding circle are about to get engaged so we're just like maybe we're not the next maybe we were just the one to start off all of the, the waterfall of engagements yeah. but there might be some weddings that beat us <laughs> just in planning phase but no um we're thinking 2023 if they can plan fast enough that's on them I am very much, I want to wear exactly what she loves. You know, in the sense that, like, so she's, she's that. Oh, I'm, oh. wow. I accidentally hit the Hot Dead Radio theme music button. Excuse me. Which, <laughs> funny enough, so we've been using this song for, I don't know, a year and a half now. And, uh, <laughs> of course, I don't expect anyone to have known this but the las vegas resort world hotel has uh-huh. released a, a whole new chain of like 
video like pre-roll ads that use that exact same song oh my gosh bought the same license you know free license song and just tapped it on to their b-roll ad videos and so i hear it all of the time now i'm just like i might need to change it but but anywho um so i I definitely want to wear like what she loves and not in the sense that i want to like you know my style doesn't matter but you know i want to make sure that it's both of our days yeah, it can't just be me wearing a wild outfit that I love because that's I'm very good at that and I do that often enough. So I'm thinking I can meet the two midway. Yeah, I've always wanted to do a three piece where it's just a fun vest, tie, coat, pants. At the same time, my very best friend Katie, when she got married, did like a linen style where mm-hmm. it was like light pants, a white button down with just a vest, Tom's shoes. It was like very beachy, but it was in, you know, rural Michigan. Yeah. So I kind of like that where it's a lot of light fabric because you're going to be out dancing and I don't want to wear like a heavy suit. You know what right. I mean? And when you put it on, it 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 feels a little performative, but like maybe that's not a bad thing because it's a ceremony and, I, and then I take it more serious. I don't know. I don't know. I've tricked myself one way or the other. But what I want to do is let's just go with the three-piece idea. I'm thinking mustard yellow. I like it. With accents of brown. And I'll be hella tan. Yeah. And I'll have my long hair out maybe i'll put some flowers in it her favorite flower i think is daisy because i think yeah daisies so like i'll put those in my hair you know what i mean not not yeah. a, it'd be kind of fun to crown but like just weave them in a little bit some fun braids but i think that'd be like a pretty classic look but it's still weird enough to be josh yeah yeah i agree and like I, like I, I like the three piece i want to wear like I'll have nice, like, maybe maroon socks to go with, like, a, you know, a brown leather shoe with a wood bottom. Yeah. So, you know, it sounds good. It looks good. And it's just yellow. The whole thing, monochromatic yellow with brown is accent. Yeah. I like it. Okay. All right. Well, I can't then add yellow in the decor. So the thoughts were, like... Assuming that she's wearing all white, which she can wear whatever she wants, I think it'd be fun that maybe it we lean into like the green, teal, and dark brown. Okay. As accent pieces, leaning a little further into the retro. Yeah. Like red, orange, yellow, brown, teal. That's like the retro rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know what I mean. So yeah. like I think that would be theme colors. Okay. Because white works with all that together independently separately and it works with yellow and then yellow fits in with the retro theme yeah so maybe the grooms people because i have you know female and male and non, non-binary groomsmen so it's or grooms people what's the right nomenclature there is it grooms people now if it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to keep up with. It is. So I'll I'm say groom. I'm still behind there. So Groom's people. Yeah. And they, uh, I feel like it'd be fun if they're all in the same color, but it'd also be fun if I'm the only one in yellow. Yeah, right. Kind of like she's the only one in white. So maybe they're wearing monochromatic, the other colors, like brown, teal, orange, red. Yeah. I'm looking at 
pictures right now because and don't forget I, the podcast so purely I, audio i know i know I <laughs> so i'm just no, 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 no. all i'm saying is just describe what you're looking at please so i i was just gonna say um definitely look at etsy for some oh yes for some um you can buy like templates and literally i just typed in like retro wedding type of a thing and this wonderful um this absolutely wonderful design came up it's got the browns the oranges the teal the yellow that and, works right and what you do is you you edit it to obviously be custom to you but then you can go to like staples and get it printed yeah so oh i like that little trick yeah but yeah get the template and then get it printed wherever it is, is easy. yeah yeah oh i see this yeah modern floral invitation template you know what can i also say that i was thinking of just booting up the old canva and designing them myself i mean you can do that too i because am not that creative but you, do you know what I, I can see it in in my mind's eye what i want it to look like and it used to be that Photoshop, it just, for whatever reason, my brain wasn't totally collecting how to work it. But now Canva's basically like Photoshop for dummies. So I can now see it and I can eventually get there when, right. you know, through Canva designing and, and point and click. So it's, maybe I will try that way. And, and oh, I can't wait to run this all past you. I love your yeah. invitations. I actually don't know if I ever told you the one I tried to send you twice. And it got sent back to me, uh, oh. whatever reason. And then four months later, five months later, after your wedding, I got another invitation. Oh, you remember when you sent me one? And then, oh yeah, I remember. Get... I had to. I did have to uh, send you two. So the first one came way later. So I have to imagine it sat in a truck underneath a driver's seat for months before somebody saw it, or something along those lines. But I was just like, wait a minute, it's. <laughs> We've already done this. I love yours though. Is that what did you make your invitation designs through Etsy like that? I did not. My aunt, she sells invitations. Mm. And um I I had a very traditional wedding. It was my mother's wedding that I showed up to. So um so I had, you know, a traditional Catholic ceremony yeah. and reception at a hotel and it was beautiful. Um, and it it was fine. Like I, I'm fine with it. I'm not like resentful yeah. or anything, but it's exactly what my mother wanted. Yeah. And like I'm not one to spend a lot on invitations like the things that'll be pitched. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, that's that's something that you know, I would buy the Etsy, the Etsy template and yeah. print it myself. But because my aunt does them, she ordered it through her company. And yeah. she, my mom is very insistent on having raised lettering. She's that, she's <laughs> that old school. So <laughs> she yeah. would, uh, she'd love that scene in American Psycho where they're comparing uh, business cards. Oh yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how my mother is. Um, no, oh my god. So when you say pick two or three things, make those the focus, and then everything else kind of falls in line. Yeah. What were your three? My not, not your mom's. What were your three? <laughs> my three was 
the venue slash catering. Okay. Um, the what else was it? Um, uh, it sounds like no camo that, in the tuxedo was the yeah, no two. camo in the tuxedo, <laughs> but that doesn't really count. It was it was really <laughs> the venue and catering was my yeah. biggest thing, and then my photographer was my other big thing. Your photos and video came out incredible. Weren't they? So actually I, my, I, I my, think that's going to be my first thing. Is I, my, I want a guy to hang out with us for the week. Yeah, my videographer was actually he was someone I added on last minute, and that was a really low priority for me. So yeah. I had someone who was like brand new in the industry, just starting out, needed some footage for his for his portfolio. So like. And I got really lucky. He was very good. But my photographer, I knew him from the work that I do. And I cannot tell you how good of a job he did because my brother got married at the same church I did. Yeah. All of my brother's photos have a yellow tint to them. And mine are like perfectly crisp. Yes. They they look great. And even if it was something where they were like taken and there's a time of the day, finding someone who can edit to tint right. it back to can't right. cannot stress it enough that's my personal one like if i had to really quick off the top of my head pick three things that would make a good wedding for me it would be a photographer that's there for like the whole week to like just be a part of it get everything back for us um two would be like a fun location with music like, yeah that's pretty open-ended where it could be you know a, a band or you know some spinning and then three, I guess. No, I, I think that's it. Those those are my big two. A photographer and and location and music. Well, yeah, location and music. That's three. Those are three things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I any suggestion either way between the live bands and someone with a laptop. I'm a I'm a big fan of a DJ personally. I um there's a lot of factors that go into it though it's how much room does your venue have um because like my venue depending on what ballroom you're in it doesn't have a lot of room for a band um and bands yeah and they need space like green room space and right and you also have to figure out like a band is at least seven people right yeah that you're paying versus one person that you're yeah. paying so what do you think of very... technicians and loading in and out and yeah right. yep. so i mean it it's it's all up to you but i i liked a dj and uh you saw pictures of my dj he looked like coach steve from <laughs> he did that's a perfect way to say that yes <laughs> uh but yeah, no, that's, I mean, I was even thinking there's, there's this karaoke bar uh, in Las Vegas called uh, Frankie's Tea, or no, no, not Frankie's, not Frankie's Tiki Room. It's just called, oh my God, I blanked that hard. Oh man. Just, I don't know oh, what it wow. is. I can't. No, I can't yeah, it's karaoke. You. Las Vegas. It's going to be the first one that comes up. So maybe it's going to be really expensive. Um, oh no. My Google's not happening fast enough. Uh oh. What is? Did it close? Oh, Dino's. Oh, wow. That would have manifested into an aneurysm had I not figured that out. Oh no. Dino's. Uh, it's a tiny little bar that's incredible for karaoke, 
And I want to at least go in and be like, hey, can I rent it out for this many people? And then if it's like capacity 70 and I bring in 40, the rest can be whoever. I'm totally fine with that. But like, I would love to have like little. So, you know what? When you think of our overall idea of not, you know, individual one, two, threes, but probably one of them is a ceremony that allows us to have multiple after parties. Because yeah. we'd love to do one in Las Vegas for everyone who's there. We'd love to do a little hangout get together in either LA or Detroit, depending on who couldn't come out. And then one in Philly, where she's from, where a lot of her friends yeah. most likely wouldn't be coming to the ceremony. So we want to have little parties with all our groups of people. That's probably one of our biggest priorities. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. So we always joke, like, let's just go get the eloping thing done and then save our money for a bunch of little parties. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Mm, All right, all right, all right. I know, right? I, man, I'm so excited that you came on today because I I knew that you were going to help me actually think deep into this wedding prep what's something that i'm obviously overthinking or underthinking um having recently through it and doing this regularly for work one thing i will say and again this depends on where you get married your venue all that stuff is once you figure out your theme what you're going for try to find somebody that in terms of decor and floral does it all because it makes oh, yeah. things so much easier to go through one person. Decor in the sense of like <laughs> tables, settings, and like mm-hmm. stuff on chairs. Right. That also so has like, flowers. Like for me, I really, I, I did not want your standard banquet chair. I wanted what's called a, um, it's called a chameleon chair. And it looks very similar to a shivari, but it's made of metal because I'm fat. So um, I do not want to feel, I do not want to feel like I'm going to break a chair. So it's made of metal and it's very sturdy. And um, so we ordered those chairs through the person who did my florals and it just, it made things so much easier. I have a friend getting married right now who's getting florals from one person, chairs from another. It's just like, get as many as many of the same vendors for things that you can. You know, that's really funny in my, you know, professional job or when I was working as the uh, Dark Lord of Fun for uh, Exploding Kittens, that was our exact same approach to building the convention of just like, hey, let's work with one vendor that checks the most amount of boxes off as possible. Because then it's way easier for us to plan into that with, you know, this, 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 and this done absolutely oh good note all right so do you think you would ever pointers would you ever want to get into the uh (laughs) the marriage the wedding the matrimony industry given because you're in hospitality so you deal you've dealt with it through the venue lens the most yeah yeah, I deal with it from the venue end. I'm good with dealing with it on the venue end. You want to be done? Not... You don't want to switch right. to the like a, a wedding agency or a contractor? No, I like I I can't handle the uncertainty of it in the <laughs> sense that like you know 
I don't know. I, I just I, don't know. I, I totally get that. What's the... I have to ask, because there's so many hotel rumors, myths. What's like... What's one thing that everyone thinks about a hotel that's like just categorically wrong, but yeah. like maybe something that you don't correct people on because it's better that that way? I don't know. No? Okay. Is that too specific of a question? I, like, I, I guess- I'm trying to think because it's like you have some people who think like, you have a lot of people that seem to think that you change sheets every single day. <laughs> we, like, we've never done that it's it's if it's the same guest staying over it's every three days that the actual sheets get changed I yeah mean, you'll tuck them back in and you'll smooth them straight exactly but it's the same sheets right oh, for a lot of reasons and if you're weirded out about that uh google california drought and yeah. just read a bunch of articles i mean obviously we change them between guests but if it's just a stay over then no we're how uh, how many like raucous parties have you personally had to break up um you know not not too many for me personally because i have a security team sure oh yeah in your place so so i just call them and they get to deal with it um probably my uh, my I'm gonna say worst thing I've had to do with <laughs> yeah. is I've checks NDA I've, quickly. <laughs> yeah. I've I've worked uh I worked New Year's Eve. I had a wedding that night. Oh, and then we also had um we also had a sports team coming in and the sports team arrived at two thirty in the morning on New Year's <laughs> Eve. So um, <laughs> technically New Year's Day. Yeah. And so I, I was just dealing with a lot of drunk people trying to get them out of the way of the elevator so that these guys could get up to their rooms. And it was, I, I had to yell at one mother of the bride because she wouldn't move and hey, feel bad. Just move. Yeah, it's 2 a.m. Like, go to bed. Right, right. And she was very drunk and I was like, just go away, please. Just, just ma'am, over there. Right. <laughs> That's, I feel like, that's one of those industries that if you know people who have stories. Yeah. And you've probably heard crazy stories in the yeah. hospitality industry in general. What's are there any like urban legends that you hope you never have to witness or be a part of? What's your biggest fear? <laughs> my my biggest fear is having to deal with like I, I just hate dealing with drunk people when I'm very sober. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm drunk too. I'm fine. You're fine. But, you're you're fine. Hundred percent. I'm sober at work, so it's not fun dealing with drunk people at work. Um. Yeah, I mean, like everyone here, everyone who works in a hotel has their story where they're like, I walked in on someone who's naked or having sex or whatever. Or I'm just, like, yeah we've we've all done that and like quite frankly no one really cares we just kind of laugh about it later yeah um so yeah i like i don't know i don't have any super crazy stories off the top oh wait no i have i have a good one i have have a wonderful one i don't know why i was just like i feel like i I completely forgot about this one (laughs) i don't know why but i was like i feel i feel like 
if I keep digging a little bit, I'm going to unlock one that she might have yeah, had trauma yeah. repressed. So, so this is too bad. You don't have to recall it. Here's here's a good one. Okay. So uh, we deal with a lot of professional sports teams, and we had a team in in house, and uh, they were. Tr- this was not me personally. It was my coworker dealing with it. But like, I got to hear all the stories. And yeah. I was I was there for part of it. Um. <laughs> so it's one of the players birthdays he okay. wanted to host a wine tasting he was okay. gonna fly in his he has a personal sommelier so he's gonna fly him in <sighs> along with a bunch of bottles of wine and blah 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 so okay. we needed to provide a cheese tray and things of that sort then calls us says like no we're gonna go to the restaurant and do it so we're like great no problem calls us again back to the hotel yeah we're like all right so then they say um they're like okay well it's going to start at six o'clock and we have some friends that are going to be joining us as well so um so just send them right up to the meeting space we're like all right so six o'clock rolls that rolls around and these two limos pull up okay and it's very scantily clad women beautiful um just piling out of these limos like piling. Uh, like clown like, car level i imagine yes yes like how many and, can and we physically fit <laughs> it was it was one woman for every guy who was there and i think there were 30 guys that were okay. there all right so friends, so i'm gonna change my note here from friends joined to quote unquote friends joined <laughs> friends friends <Yes>. joined <laughs> yes so it took so then we were like and i meanwhile i had a very like high-strung corporate group at the hotel and these women are walking through the lobby in their so you're dealing with ceos and i'm dealing with that side while my coworker was dealing with the strippers from the local clubs at any point did you want to like tap out and be like swap I swap. I can't deal with these well, people anymore. Thankfully, I, I was very lucky because my actual meeting planner thought it was hilarious. But Wonderful. um yeah, <laughs> so it was fine on my side. But you know, that was probably one of the most memorable, one of the most memorable days because you know, you don't you don't get 30 plus strippers walking through your hotel. At at the same time, no, that's a that's just an, an elephant walk of a good time. That's what that sounds yeah. like yeah oh boy (laughs) i have to ask just because this will round out and answer some questions without answering questions was this during your time in detroit boston or washington dc detroit so they were a visiting team in detroit Mm -hmm. that's all people need to know (laughs) because if it was a local team i assume they would have other places to do it than a hotel right yes it was a visiting team coming to play the lions okay all right correct I got some Google in the desk. Ryan some... remembers who it was. If you asked me who it was, I could not tell you. <laughs> there is, and I'm not suggesting. Do you want to? Do you want? I'm going to make you guess what what uh, type of sport it was. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not okay. going to verbally tell you, but I can shake my head. Thirty players. That that either seems like it's just starting, like line or so. That's not enough for football, baseball. Not baseball. Hockey. You can't verbally say Oh, I can't it. verbally? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's fine because we almost never deal with baseball, but. 
<laughs> Football. Hockey. Basketball. Lacrosse. Water polo. And to those at home, one of those was the correct answer, but I will not reveal which because I I, I have actually already forgotten which one you added to. <laughs> so no one, now, hey, now no one can ask me because I'll be like, I don't actually yeah. remember. But she told me. Um, that's hilarious. And there are some basically TMZ fodder sites, places where people go put what's quote unquote called a blind item. And then it's basically something from what's usually like a nanny, a friend who's out to get paid, uh, you know, a neighbor and sometimes hospitality. Uh, have you ever been tempted to call TMZ with the story? No, not okay. at all. Okay. That literally like will lose me my job. Of course, so. of course it will. And and I, I I mean that in like a, I didn't think you were actually going to tell me on air if you did anyways, but I was like, no, it Okay. All if right. I if the part of the issue too is that um like I don't know. I if I worked like part if this was a side gig, I probably wouldn't give a shit and I'd tell everyone <laughs> everything. Yeah. But this is my full time work. So Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and it is yeah. It is usually those part time people who spill the beans for a quick break. Right. So. I mean, I was I was talking with my friends today. My like retirement plan is to just work very low hours part time in a hotel so that I can get discounts when I'm old and go traveling. And go tra- oh, I love that. Like what a great plan. Right? I love it's so. I, have, I have a friend who's a pilot and he's just like, I'm doing this because long run, I get free tickets everywhere. I'm just like Yeah, exactly. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do? I can talk well. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Maria, cannot thank you enough for coming on to Noodling, and we can and are going to have to do more episodes of this because I have so many more questions to ask you about wedding planning specifically. Uh, and yeah, we need to have Lizzie on that. Um, that one. That's the next, that's it. Who else should we bring to that one? Should we bring like my mother and her mother? That would make it very interesting. And it can be like. We can talk about what their ideas for your wedding is. And and... I love that. And Lizzie and I can introduce you as, hey, this is our wedding consultant. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> okay. All right. I see it. All right. I'm going to, I'm making this note. All right. While I'm writing this, what do you think that third question should be? Uh, what do you listen well, to? Because podcast yeah. covers a lot of stuff. How do you know me? I think it's a good one because at least it's a fun story that I get to kind of see behind the curtains and from someone else's perspective. What do you think a good third one that's like general but specific enough to the show? Oh, God. I have a default one that I think is like cheesy or it's like, how do you brainstorm? So cheesy. Um, I, I I rolled as I said it, but the, the real, I, I guess it's even dumber if I say like, where do you get, you know, where's your inspiration? But like, so noodling is about me like pulling at a topic to learn more about it. 
you know, like I clicking through a bunch of stuff. I noodle on it for a while. You know, I slurped down the noodle, if you will. So if there's anything in there that sparks a last question. I don't have any ideas right now. Okay, but I'm still writing down Lizzie plus moms plus Marie as I, I as follow-up. Be a wonderful one. As a follow-up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh boy. I should not tell any of them what we're doing so they can't pre-plan stuff. They just have to off the cuff answer. I mean, it can be good <laughs> and bad that way though. That's a good point. All right, I'll warn him. I'll give him a heads up. Yeah, yeah, give him a heads up. Um, I mean, I think asking about asking, since it is about noodling, I think asking about inspiration is is good. Is a good question. Um, why don't I go actually? Why don't I go with the old classic? What do you got going on? What do I got going on? Yeah, well, because it could I, be what you want to promote. It could be follow me on social. But what do you got going on? Well, I told you about. I'm trying to convince my husband to yep. build a house. That's my biggest thing right now. That's amazing. Um, I, I want you to somehow document this process. Yeah. Well, um, is that an interruption? Is that a dog yeah. popping into the screen? <laughs> it's a dog and a half naked husband. Yay. So. <laughs> All right. That's our interruption. Yay. Get your drink. Oh, today's interruption uh, booze is Casamigos tequila. George mm. Clooney signed this bottle, or so it says. Love it. Oh, it is just so smooth. <laughs> oh, boy. Casamigos. That's a good one, George. So, yeah, right. the, the whole house house planning thing and trying oh. to figure out what we can and can't afford is is the biggest thing going on in my life right now. Um I told you that I, well, not I told you, you know this, but the other people have heard I live in rural Michigan. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> this weekend, Labor Day weekend, traditionally we can tomatoes. So that is what I'm prepping for, for nice. Saturday morning. Yeah. Canning tomato. Okay. Is it, <laughs> what else besides putting them in a can? Do you add, do you add sugar? Do you add salt? Is it just, or is it the process of smushing them into a can? You add, you, there's like a whole process. You okay. parboil them, peel the skins off, yeah. get the, get like that hard part off. Um, and then you chop them up. And if you just want them to, as tomatoes, you do that with some salt and put oh, yeah. on and yeah. boil them and whatever. Um, we do ours with garlic and onion. Making so, a whole sauce. Oh, yeah. Stop it. That yeah. sounds good, and I'm 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 ready for dinner, my time. I I think pasta might be it today. Yeah, that's, that's the way to go. So, yeah, that's what that's what I'm prepping to do. And you know, other than that, not not much else. I'll, I I I actually have a full weekend off, and I have the oh, holiday off. So enjoy I'm going, it. I'm gonna go up to Petoskey on Sunday and Monday. So. Figure out a time to get in the water at some point. And be goal. thankful that it's still there for now. Yes, for Lake, sure. Lake Mead's almost gone. Yes. 
Uh, Marie, thank you. Seriously, thank you again so much for coming in. I can't wait for the next time where um, I, I am genuinely going to get out of the way and let you grill everybody about wedding plans. Like, uh, maybe I'll help guide, but I want you to, yeah, because I, I want to see where everyone else's chips land. I want to see what everyone's idea is. Okay. Like, I feel yeah. like we should, like, have them, like, everyone else is out of the room and we just have each person describe it individually. Yeah. And yeah. then we put them back into the waiting room and we bring somebody in and then they describe. That would be fun. And then we'll be like, okay, well, we're not even close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're checking in soon. Anything you have to say to people on the way out? No, not on my end. Tell them to get out of here. All right. Let's, let's get going. Bye-bye. <laughs>